it's not just hysteria. Contaminated water or no water at all can make you very sick and can even kill you. Polluted water sickens about a billion people every year. Welcome to The Shrinks on Third, our psychology and social justice podcast. I'm psychologist Cindy Ariel. And I'm psychologist Julie Mayer. Come on in. Of course, you know, Julie, that all living things depend on water for survival. Life isn't possible without it. Our bodies are 60% water, and we can't survive for more than a few days without it. I am aware of that, Cindy, as are most people. You must be mentioning that because we need to talk about the huge water problem on our one and only planet. One and only, that's right. Around 2 billion people in the world don't have access to clean and safe water to drink. And even more than that, almost half of the people in the world, about 46%, don't have basic sanitation. Almost half of the people on this planet. Right. So it's true that most of them are in other, more developing countries. But over 2 million people in our country, the USA, live without basic indoor plumbing and without clean water. That means they have no bathtub, no toilet, no sink, and no safe water to drink. That's 2 million people. That's horrible. As much as we need water to survive... Water is also very vulnerable to pollution. It's considered a universal solvent because so many toxic substances from farms and towns and houses and factories completely dissolve in it. And we often can't see or smell toxic substances that dissolve in our water and make it poisonous to us and other living things and the environment we live in. We don't even know it's there. Right. And Agriculture, as in farming and livestock, uses about 70% of the water supply on the Earth's surface. It's also a leading cause of pollution. And every time it rains, fertilizers, pesticides, and animal waste from farms and livestock wash bacteria and viruses into our water. Not having access to clean drinking water, sanitary bathrooms, and Treated wastewater is a dangerous situation. And it's a situation that lots of people live with, including people experiencing homelessness. Oh, definitely people experiencing homelessness. And also so many other people right here in this country. Yes. During a heat wave not that long ago, a neighbor of mine was trying to help a homeless guy in Center City who was running around begging for a plastic trash bag because he had diarrhea from dehydration. Oh my gosh, that's so awful. Yeah. Apparently this was happening a lot to our homeless population last summer. A lot of dehydration from the increasing heat caused a lot of need, a greater need for clean resources to manage life outside. It's so degrading, not to mention dangerous to this guy's health and to any other homeless people, and also potentially 
all of our health. Yeah. I mean, running around trying to find a plastic bag that's beyond degrading. Yep. Yep. In all kinds of communities throughout the country, polluted water and inadequate plumbing has negative effects on life, especially in marginalized communities and especially poor communities of color. Not surprising. Sometimes in specific places that we hear about on the news, the problem comes to light and it makes headlines based on a big crisis. Exactly. For example, Jackson, Mississippi, Flint and Benton Harbor, Michigan, and also West Baltimore. All of these cities had major contamination in drinking water due to a dangerous combination of budget cuts and old pipes. And the situation left residents of these mostly black cities without safe drinking water at home and in the schools for weeks or even months and years. Yeah, the specifics varied, but heavy metals like lead, arsenic, and mercury, along with pesticides and fertilizers and contaminants like E. coli bacteria, are getting in water supplies and aren't always processed out. And any of these can cause serious health issues like cancer, skin diseases, respiratory infections, hormone imbalances, and even brain dysfunction. In fact, disease-causing bacteria and viruses from human and animal waste are a major cause of illness from water contaminated with sewage. Yeah. Children, pregnant women, and older people are, of course, most at risk. It's not just hysteria. Contaminated water, or no water at all, can make you very sick and can even kill you. Polluted water sickens about a billion people every year. Wow, one billion is a large number of people who are getting sick because of water. Low-income communities are disproportionately at risk because their homes are often in the most polluted places closest to the most polluting industries. Yeah, the American Society of Civil Engineering gave America's wastewater treatment plants a D plus in a 2021 report. There are over 16,000 of them. In the same report, our drinking water infrastructure earned a C minus. These are bad grades and this is scary. It is, Julie. At what grade do you suppose we start working harder to improve our water infrastructure? When do we start caring about all of these people? Not just some of the people in the country. It's just not okay. Once water is used, it's wastewater. It comes from everyone's sinks, showers, and toilets, as well as from businesses, industries, and agriculture. And it also comes from stormwater runoff, which is when rain carries oil, grease, chemicals, debris, and even trash into the larger water areas. Contamination can happen from a disaster, like a big spill of large amounts of pollutants at once. That's the ones we hear about. But it could also happen from pollutants that slowly seep into the ground from any and all sources. About 1 million tons of oil gets into marine environments every year. Wow, that sounds so terrible. And the truth is that over time, oil and gasoline that drips from millions of cars and trucks every day actually accounts for more pollution than those big spills that make it into the news. Regular, that is legal and illegal, operations of the shipping industry also contribute about a third of the oil in water around the globe, which is also more than big spills contribute. 
and oil also naturally seeps from under the ocean floor, it's actually the result of animal and plant remains that have been compressed for years. It's just a natural contributing factor. And at least it is from a natural cause. Unnaturally, radioactive waste from uranium mining, nuclear power plants, production and testing of military weapons, and by universities and hospitals that use radioactive material for research also gets in our water and can stay around for thousands of years. Wastewater treatment plants in the U.S. treat about 34 billion gallons of water a day. The treatment removes pollutants out of the water before it returns it to waterways. But another huge amount of wastewater flows back into the environment untreated. In fact, more than 80% of the wastewater around the world goes back to the environment without being treated, without the contaminants being removed. Right. According to EPA estimates, our nation's aging and overwhelming sewage treatment system alone releases 3 to 10 billion gallons of untreated wastewater each year. No matter where it comes from, pollution can affect miles of water because the water carries it along over a wide surface. When rain falls, water seeps down into the earth, filling the cracks, crevices, and porous spaces. It becomes groundwater, one of our most important natural resources. That's true, Julie. Nearly 40% of Americans rely on groundwater pumped to the surface for drinking. Once it's polluted, the water may be unusable for decades or even longer. According to the most recent surveys from the Environmental Protection Agency, nearly one half of our rivers and streams and more than one third of our lakes are polluted and unfit for drinking. But they're also, this is how bad they are, they're unfit for swimming and fishing. Yeah, that's how bad they are. Bad for humans, bad for marine life. Chemicals and heavy metals from industrial and city wastewater affect the life and lifespans of marine life. And trash can strangle and starve marine animals. Plastic bags and cans are swept into sewers and out to sea. And sometimes they form those huge floating garbage patches you've probably seen on line somewhere. Yeah. So we're all accountable, but there are some simple ways we can at least limit our contribution to water contamination. And who doesn't want to do that? I want to do that. Me too. One way is to reduce use of plastics and reuse or recycle it absolutely whenever you can. Also, don't put chemical cleaners and engine oils in the trash or down the drain. And cooking oil can be thrown away, but not down the drain or sewer. And keep your car maintained so it isn't one of those ones that are leaking all around the oil and the antifreeze and the coolant. And don't, do not flush old medication down the toilet. In fact, be mindful of anything you throw into sewers or flush down the toilet. We may end up drinking that. Right. Another thing we can all do is be mindful of how much water we let just run down the drain to mix with wastewater and actually become wastewater. Right, here's a simple one. When you're brushing your teeth, turn the water off. Do not have it running the entire time you're brushing. Then you turn it on again at the end. Getting rid of disparities for marginalized communities needs to be part of any solutions too. 
making sure everyone has access to water and sanitation helps them and it helps all of us. Right. The Clean Water Act is really important to help hold polluters accountable and to pay attention to water and keep it clean. We need to keep strengthening the Clean Water Act, not making it weaker. It's really disappointing that the Supreme Court sided with a farmer in Idaho recently and narrowed the scope of the act. Farmers are important and in need of support, but of course, water is life. We can't afford to think short term on these things. That's Supreme Court. We also need regulations for modern issues like microplastics, pharmaceuticals, PFAS, and other forever chemicals our water treatment plants aren't made to handle. These changes will need a major investment on the part of the government and all of us. There's been some recent money thrown into supporting healthy water systems, especially in disadvantaged communities, and hopefully it can make a dent. But there have been decades of polluting and underfunding, and that all has to get turned around. The high costs of updating the country's old and deteriorating drinking water and wastewater infrastructure through things like better wastewater treatment and lead pipe removal could end up costing even more if we don't do it in terms of lives, medical costs, missing work, and continuing pollution. It makes sense that it would burden all our other systems. Water is so primary. And it does. It burdens our healthcare system, which is another whole issue in American life at the moment. But it creates illnesses that could absolutely be avoided. And this is so important. We all need to take time to learn more about this stuff. Clean Water Action at cleanwater.org focuses on clean water, air pollution, climate change, zero waste, and environmental justice. You can start there to help out or just to learn more about this issue. It's important. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening today. You can find us at shrinksonthird.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at shrinksonthird. Until next time, take care.